Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Real Life Real Crime Daily for Wednesday, September 27th. And I'm Jim Chapman. I'm Woody Overton. Whoa. I don't even know how to follow I, that. I took the marbles out of my mouth. Uh, <laughs> I, I, my, no, it's not that you have to take marbles so out of yours. It's that Bayou Brandy needs to put marbles in hers oh, if she's like going that. to sound like you. I, but, so you didn't have to spit any marbles. Uh, but What's your name? Uh, I think it's Ago. Right. Oh, this is the the yeah, completion no. of our introduction. I thought right. you were stopping me cold there. Okay. So we're we're good on the introduction. I want to thank Bayou Brandy for filling in for me. <laughs> and, uh, She'll never do it again. <laughs> yeah, maybe she won't. Yeah. And thank I you, want, Bayou Brandy. And I want to wish her the best of luck. I can't wait to hear her new podcast, uh, Trust But Ver- Verify being produced out of Envision Podcast Studios. It's great to be back with you boys. Um, To all you listeners, we love y'all. We are going to bring you some true crime time. That's right, and we're going to lead it off with something Woody and I have talked about on Bloody Angola several times, and that is the clemency hearings for these uh, death row inmates in Louisiana. More court actions were taken uh, last Wednesday, as several parties attempted to block the clemency hearing for death row inmates out of Louisiana State Penitentiary in Angola. This comes after nearly all of Louisiana's death row inmates asked Governor John Bell Edwards to spare their lives back in June. Multiple Louisiana district attorneys, sheriffs, victims, and representatives held a news conference to update the public on the most recently filed oppositions to the to the currently set capital uh, clemency hearings. The first group of hearing dates for 56 inmates on death row in Louisiana who are asking to have their sentences commuted to life in prison have been set before the board of, well, it's actually the Louisiana Board of Pardons and Committee on Parole. The hearings for the first 20 inmates are scheduled to take place on October 13th and November 27th in Baton Rouge. East Baton Rouge Parish District Attorney Hiller Moore filed an injunction last week, and five additional DAs filed injunctions today to stop the proceedings from moving forward. Uh, They are anticipating more to be filed. In the lawsuit filed, Attorney General uh, Landry alleges that eligibility and notice rules were ignored, Timeless requirements were unlawfully waived. Necessary steps in the process were skipped and proceedings outside of the public eye were conducted when clemency hearings for death row inmates were scheduled. If you'll remember, Woody, you and I talked about uh, they had to have some people uh, get into cahoots together and right, kind of come up with they plans. all filed at the same time on the same day. Uh, and it's not like it was a jailhouse lawyer that did it now. It's so funny, not funny that we're talking about this, but I distinctly remember on Bloody Angola, the, you know, generally I don't do politics. I went over, I didn't go overboard. I stayed in my opinion on it. 
and and you know whatever your opinion is on it, the, the that's what it is. But this is uh, true crime related because it's the first time in the history of the United States of America this has ever happened, right? In any state, that's and, right. And so uh, I think there's, I mean, certainly valid argument on this the, the district attorneys who actually prosecuted these cases and saw the actual damage that, that destroyed these families and these horrible crimes these people are not on death row for regular murder y'all it has to have aggravating circumstances you can listen to my original series right now death penalty phase one through a seems like a billion uh, um, but <laughs> not the, quite a big but <laughs> But these these crimes, these aggrav- have to have aggravating circumstances, and they're the worst of the worst. And so, the, and again, uh, 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 the opinion, according to the attorney general, is it's illegal what the government yeah. did. It's a political hot potato. I'm not touching it. <laughs> Thank well, you, sir. <laughs> and, and I'll tell you, um, the the biggest thing to keep in mind with all of these clemency hearings is they are not they are not. Uh, uh, hearings that are scheduled to appeal right. a conviction. Right. These are already convicted. Everybody's spoken. They've exhausted right. all their right. appeals, and they're on death row. So these right. are these are violent inmates. It's not, and they're they're wanting clemency. Angle of murderers. Yeah. These uh, these are rape murderers, body hackers. You know whatever. Uh, but that also is, and they're they're trying to jump all the people who have a legitimate by law, chance for clemency uh, hearings. But anyway, moving on, let's go to Cali, Southern Cali. Authorities rescued a 17-year-old boy in Southern California after he was kidnapped and held hostage for four days by captors who threatened to harm him if his family did not pay a $500,000 ransom. The team was rescued last Friday after law enforcement tracked him and his three kidnappers to a motel in Santa Maria, California. The nightmare began last Monday morning when the kidnappers caused a car crash in San Bernardino County and abducted the teen when he got out of his vehicle to look at the damage. Y'all, that's a common ruse. If you get ladies, listen to me. I worked a case like this. If, if somebody bumps you in the rear, get on your phone and call 911. Uh, um, because a lot of times they'll get them out just to rob them and stuff. And in this case, the team was abducted when it happened, when he got out of his vehicle to look at the damage. And fortunately, a doorbell camera recorded the kidnapping. Kidnappers called the teen's mother from a Mexican phone number and demanded 500000 saying it should be delivered to Nogales, Mexico. Uh, the men repeat I've actually been there. The men repeatedly called her over the four days, threatening to harm her son if the family did not pay. Suspects also took a video that showed the teenager being forced to read from a script, saying the deduction was his father's fault for an incident that occurred in New York. The script said the father knew what he stole, and the video was sent to the boy's mother. I'm, I'm guessing it's going to be narcotics-related. The captors, three men in their 20s, were charged federally with kidnapping and could face life in prison. Law enforcement used a Facebook marketplace posting and the doorbell camera footage to track the victim and the suspects to Santa Maria, and at least one firearm was recovered from the motel. Authorities found the boy lying on the floor in a corner of the motel room, and the court, naturally the family did not pay the ransom. Crazy, right? Yeah. I mean, it's got to be dope-related. Uh, I mean, it's in cartel, et cetera. But 
Nogales, Mexico. About to F y'all up and bless you with some knowledge. First of all, Nate, you know what? Got to go back and say something. Y'all were all dead ass wrong about John Wilkes Booth. Evidently, you need. <laughs> yeah, I was totally. You needed the historian in the room that he not only was he on the run for uh, the period of months, he, he he had treatment by Dr. Mudd, who that's where the. the okay, the, not to bail on. By you, Brandy, but she was her story, uh, and the two of us were looking at her like we've never heard of it. Well, it, it was well, my fault though because yeah. I, I, uh, I actually supplied her that story. Yeah, so yeah. I didn't know. That. I, but, I will but, admit that that it was it was my fault. The the source I usually yeah. get those day and crime things just had it wrong. Yeah, but the doctor Mud was the physician who treated him, and, and they actually prosecuted him in in. Execute him, and mm-hmm. and that's where the old saying "Your name is Mud, a bitch." Your name is Mud. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. uh, it was from Doctor Mud. So anyway, no, Nogales, Mexico has more dentists per square block <laughs> than anywhere else in the world. It's like three thousand dentists. That's why I go get my shit done. Surprised they have more than Denim Springs. Denim's got a lot over here. Okay, so. That's probably like a lot of implant surgeries down yeah, there. Yeah, People they, across they the border. Every, they do everything. It's just like getting yeah. those cosmetic yeah. surgeries. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, like Tijuana, Tijuana does, you know, the the body surgeries and stuff. Nogales is strictly nothing but dentists. It's like five blocks and it's wall to wall dentists. So weird. Yeah. Wow. Well, shocking that that uh, they're using that as a manner of kidnapping now getting in the rack, you yeah. get out your car, yeah, call hey, the that, police. That's and, the real shit. And, and uh, my kidnapped. daughter got hit on the interstate, um, last week and she called me and I said, fucking hang up and call 911 and don't get out of the car. And I said, you can pull it over, but don't get out of the car until the cops get there. How did they said a, a Facebook market? How did they figure out they were? I think they there? were, they're communicating through the Facebook marketplace and, and that's how they set them up. And then they use the doorbell ring camera of the original footage that, of the, the, the guy, bad guys kidnapping. See what I'm saying? But didn't he kidnap him in San Bernardino? I thought they did. Yeah, well, they, they where the kidnapping happened. They had it on the, the ring doorbell. And so whenever they set them up through the Facebook marketplace, they didn't realize it was the same guys. That's what I, mm. I took from it. Okay. Wow. That's uh, interesting. It's a crazy one. Um, last week, I think it was, I think it was Friday. Actually, we covered the story for the first time about these Las Vegas teens that mowed over the, oh, the former and the video. Horrible. A lot of you have watched the video. We posted the video. Uh, the video oh, has really exploded in the days since then. I'm not saying just cause we covered the story, the right. story, all of a sudden started getting a lot of coverage right. end of last week, even though it had happened weeks earlier, right. because at first it was a, it was considered a hit and run until this video uh, tape emerged. And one of the things that got uh, a lot of attention was the, the original behavior of this Jesus Ayala, who's the 18 year old, where he was basically laughing about everything, saying he was going to get out in 24 hours oh, and yeah. all of this too. kind of stuff, and yeah. and so it's it's blown up in a uh, in another in another way where now the day has basically been put together and what these two actually did in uh, in the totality of that day is pretty unbelievable. So um, new reports out of Vegas say the two 
And it's it's Jesus Ayala and the other uh, uh, boy who was only 16 is Zamir Keys is his name. Uh, new reports out of Vegas say the two were in the midst of a two-hour crime spree when they killed the retired police officer. They allegedly stole three vehicles, committed a burglary, and also tried to kill another bike rider. This is all according to KLAS-TV in Vegas. So the pair are facing murder charges in the death of Andreas Andy Probst, the 64-year-old former California uh, police officer who was riding his bike in a marked lane. You know, it was a uh, biker's uh, lane in northeast, excuse me, northwest Las Vegas when Ayala intentionally struck him with the car. That vehicle that they struck him with had been stolen. Ayala faces 18 charges, including murder, attempted murder, battery, and use of a deadly weapon, leaving the scene of an accident and numerous larceny and burglary charges. Ayala and Keys together um, uh, appeared for the first time in court on Thursday. Keys is facing murder, attempted murder, and battery charges. About a half hour before Probst's murder, the pair allegedly attempted to hit take the allegedly out of there, attempted to hit another biker and stole two more cars, which they then crashed into each other near a shopping plaza. This also from KLAS-TV. Ayala had joked after his arrest that he'd get a slap on the wrist and be released shortly, but that was before the disgusting video recording emerged and uh, uh, that Keyes had recorded, and he proudly shared it to impress his friends. Can you believe the level of hate and absence of remorse by these two That's kids? That's really, really called not thinking, but, I mean, not living in the real world about the, the harm that you're causing and just really living in the moment of stupidity. No so, doubt about it. And, crazy. You know, a sign of the... The sign of the times with some of these kids, unfortunately. Uh, Well, they're going to die in prison. Hope so. All right. Uh, A former United States Postal Service worker has been charged with stealing checks from the mail. Not just one or two checks. How about $1.7 over the course (laughs) of 18 months? Now... The amount's disturbing to me. The amount of time it took to catch the person, even more disturbing. That's almost two years, y'all. In a news release issued Friday, the U.S. Attorney's Office said uh, that Hakasila Muchabama, 43, of Washington, D.C., was charged with mail theft and bank fraud. Muchabama was accused of depositing checks from the mail into his own bank between October of 2021 and March of 2023. He had worked at the D.C. branch of the post office since 2020. He was placed on off-duty status in March following a launch of a federal investigation. His scheme involved the removal of the payee's name from the checks, after which he would instead... Write his own name. Uh, Many of the checks were U.S. Treasury checks, and the complaint said that he was spotted on bank surveillance cameras taking money out of an ATM. The checks he deposited between October 21st and March 2023, as we just said, totaled $1,700,000 and some change. Because that's not going to cover 
draw attention to your yeah. <laughs> But, it, heck, two years. He faces a maximum penalty of 30 years in prison uh, for bank fraud and five years for mail fraud. I was surprised the mail fraud uh, was not it. steeper yeah. than five years. You know, he served two and a half, two and a half for good right. behavior in some states. So it seems like the penalties would be more stiff. The, but the, two years of this the, guy um, got away with The federal this. deal, there, there's no good time. That, so yeah. that, whatever you get sentenced to, I think you get one day a month. Yeah. In Louisiana, you can get up to half and half. Yeah, but another that should really be a dumb criminal segment. I, I, well, based on what? But yeah, he, right. he, he, he yeah. had to be kind of smart though. He got away with no, it for no, no. a couple he, years. He got away with it because of Here's fucking post office so, is so in yeah. I don't know what the average <sighs> check was, but you know, if it was one point seven million yeah, and it was right. you know a hundred dollars as the average check, you you do the math, but that means. For all of these people who are writing these checks, obviously some were government checks and everything else, right. but they're getting the canceled check back. Right. And so when they get their statement for the bank, it's even if it's electronic, on. they're going to be able to see the little the uh, and and what are the odds that people aren't hearing right and left about? No, I never got my birthday right, check, right. Grandma. And you know what happened to the money you owed me for the beer, Pete, and right. that kind of stuff. I can't believe it took two years. Two years. Well, and it was U.S. Uh, some most of them were U.S. Treasury checks, which makes me most think these were IRS checks. No, maybe so. Maybe. You know? so, maybe so he, he was specifically so eyeballing them. He was yeah. specifically eyeballing them for coming from either uh, a franchise tax board or. Or the IRS, I, it's, it's, God, which that, those that are identifiable. Be, that be even harder. You, know, you can no. see those through them. I mean, they're they're very recognizable when they come from the probably, IRS. Probably the last uh, post office story you're ever going to hear because they're just about out of business. <laughs> so I, I'm qualified to do this next story for two reasons. Um, maybe just one. I'm going to read it to you. Two women and a man a man were taken into custody this week after a six-month-old boy was found with most of his flesh bitten off of one of his hands due to rat bites, God. as well as other injuries. September 13th, David Shonabalm called Evansville police and reported his infant son had blood all over his body and that his fingers looked like, like they were missing, y'all. EMS responded and transported the child to an Indianapolis hospital for treatment. The boy sustained at least 50 rodent bites on his forehead, cheek, and nose, though the worst wounds were on the, his hand. The victim had to undergo a blood transfusion due to the near-fatal event. Schoenbaum lived in uh, the, a Linwood Avenue home with his wife, Angel and her sister Delania, and Angel and David. Shonabam had three children, and Thurman has two. All had moved into the uh, David's home. I'm sorry to to the home of David's cousin. David Shonabam and his cousin reportedly reached an agreement where the Shonabams could live in the home rent free, but in return they would have to take care of the house. David Schoenbaum said he realized in March that the home had a major rat infestation. He put out traps and other bait boxes, but it allegedly wasn't enough. In one message to Terminix, David said the house was completely overwhelmed with rats. A Terminix employee reportedly saw garbage cans in the yard, which they explained would help the uh, critter problem. 
grow, I guess. When police searched the home after the boy went to the hospital, they reportedly noticed rat footprints in the child's blood. Thurman mm. told police that her daughter and David and Angel's daughter informed a teacher their toes got bitten by mice while they slept. DCS, I guess so y'all, that's like our OCS. Uh, DCS con- contacted Thurman, and she said there was a normal amount of mice in the house. The Behavioral Health Service worked with the Shonabam starting in April, and case managers noticed the home had trash all over the place, animal feces on the ground, and dirty dishes in the sink. And over time, however, the situation began slowly improving. The case manager went to the home four days before the child went to the hospital. Oh, fucking bizarre. Wait, so, but it was rats, not mice, right? Right, uh, there's a big difference. Yeah, a mice, a mouse isn't going to bite you. Yeah, I was going to say. A rat, I mean... Can you imagine? No. Yes, like you and I talking about the Red Hat uh, cell block on on uh, Bloody End Gold and the rats the, mm. at night nighttime. The rats they had to defend themselves from the rats because the rats were eating them. Yeah, it's, it's a baby. Absolutely disgusting. And and you know rats are obviously attracted to really really nasty surroundings. Yeah. And, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, one animal I can't stand. Right. I don't I like. Them. I don't like a freaking mouse or a rat, man. Yeah. And rats are really freaking smart too, which people yeah. don't realize. Yeah. I mean, they're whatever they're doing there. They had a uh, plan and just hung around. And when they got hungry, they like, came back out. And the story you told about uh, New York City and the subways, looking down and seeing them all. They're just hey, disgusting. rats get big for a reason because they eat shit. That be yes. true. It's springtime, boys. The grass is green, the birds are chirping, and the kids will be out of school soon. That makes it the perfect time to plan a family vacation. And we know from the stories we cover that this is not exactly the time to take the family to the Caribbean. You don't want to end up in the middle of some cartel drug shootout. So this year, it's time to take an international journey. And of course, a big international trip is just one reason to learn a new language with Rosetta Stone. You might have a different one. Maybe you want to connect with family or friends living overseas. Maybe you want to acquire a new skill for work or better understand a certain culture. Rosetta Stone has helped me have fun with my mother and at least have partial conversations in Italian after only a few lessons. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users in 25 languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish, and many more. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways. No English translation, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. Intuitive process, you pick up a language naturally. Designed for long-term retention. Speech recognition. The true accent feature is like having a personal trainer for your accent. Rosetta Stone is convenient and an amazing value. That's right, Woody. A lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language needs. That's lifetime access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 
50% off. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Real Life Real Crime and Daily Show listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. Sayonara. Shout out to Astro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. My allergies are throwing my whole morning off. Do I sound different to you? I love it. You sound like, <laughs> it's that time of year, though, bro. I sound different to me. I feel like I'm in a submarine. Yeah, well, have you tried Astro? It's faster, bro. Oh. Right? Astro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength, indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Hey, I use this. And you should too, Jim. Last weekend, I planted my garden, and it's that time of the year, and my allergies really kicked up with it, right? I use Astro every time my nasal allergies flare up, and I'm always amazed at how fast I'm back in the game, down on those roads, playing my stuff. Get fast acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A S T E P R O allergy.com. It's faster, bro. Uses directive for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Astapro and go. Wow. Well, this next story, I think, I'm actually sure, uh, will be the first time we've gone to Rwanda. 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 See, I I was gone for two episodes, and you were right back being international. I'm guessing <laughs> Rwanda's not a place in South Louisiana. <laughs> no, it's not. It's a country, a okay. landlocked country on the eastern, on the eastern side of Africa, which is only on people's mind. If you're old enough, you remember there was a horrible, I mean, a horrible genocide there in 1994. 800,000 people were killed oh, that's in the, a three-month uh, period in Jesus Rwanda. Christ. That's when they, they, they were trying to the like Tutsis kill were, everybody. Tutsis yeah, were yeah, killed yeah, yeah, by the Hutus. Yeah. It was a horrible, horrible story. Oh, so, I'm sorry I made a joke about um, that. Yeah. Well, no, it's, it's, that was 1994 and, uh, uh, thankfully, this story isn't 800,000 people dead, but it is about a serial killer in Rwanda. Uh, this guy is uh, responsible, apparently, for 14 murders. Nice. A serial killer in Rwanda pleaded guilty on Thursday, saying he killed 14 people, most of them women. Dennis Kazunga, age 34, admitted guilt in charges that included murder, rape, and robbery. He appeared at the Kichikiro court in the capital of Kigali. Kazunga smiled as police led him into the courtroom, but he didn't appear to show any other emotion during the hearing. Police discovered 12 bodies at his home, but he said that he killed an additional two people whose bodies they have not found. That would be 14 total. Um, the victims included 11 women and one man, authorities said. The sex of the other two people 
Kazunga said he killed wasn't immediately clear. Uh, Kazunga did not have a lawyer at the hearing. He wants to defend himself. Police alleged that he lured people from bars back to his home, which was in a suburb of Kigali. The identities of his victims have not been officially released. Uh, a woman uh, has appeared after this whole thing uh, became public and claimed that he had done interviews in, in local media and claimed that he had uh, tried to take her several years ago and that she escaped from his house before he could kill her. Why she didn't go to the police at that point in time, uh, I don't know and wonder how many victims since that. Uh, since that time he got. But authorities say the suspect used different names in a bid to conceal his true identity. Police found the bodies after uh, Kazunga's landlord went to authorities for help because he wasn't paying his rent. And so they were not going to solve this crime. It was uh, going to him looking for rent money. And and it wasn't until then that the the woman who uh, claimed to have been attacked by him years earlier came forward, but he's pled guilty and he's going to go away. And I can't imagine that a Rwanda prison is a very uh, nice place. I imagine they, they, yeah, they, they got to have the death penalty there. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, 12 bodies, they probably went to a victim where they could get the rent and smelt them. And they were like, mm, I'm pretty sure that's a dead body. Oh, what's that? That's a DB. Yeah. Kick the door. Crazy. Rwanda, Africa. Is it Rwanda, Africa? Hey, shout out to all our lifers in Rwanda. We, we love y'all. Rwanda, however you say it. All right. Uh, look, if you if you follow uh, my Twitter or my um, Snapchat, or not Snapchat, but TikTok, TikTok uh, you're, you've already seen this, but uh, disturbing video coming out of Florida. Human remains were recovered from a Florida waterway where authorities also found and killed a nearly 14-foot alligator on Friday. That's just about as big as they get. Guess yeah. where this was, Woody? Is it Pinellas County? Pinellas County. Holy shit. The Pinellas County Sheriff's Office said it's investigating after the gator clocking in at 13 feet and eight and a half inches was spotted in a waterway in unincorporated Largo, Florida, in the Tampa Bay area. And the body of a woman was pulled from the water. She was identified as Sabrina Peckman. An official said her cause of death is still undergoing investigation. Deputies originally responded around 1.50 p.m. to a report of a body seen in the water. The deputies and the Florida Fish and Wildlife Commission euthanized the gator and removed it from that waterway. But a witness said the gator was actually seen with the body before going into the water. Uh, Jamarcus Bullard said he saw the gator holding on to the lower part of a torso of the body and actually pulling it underwater. I've I've never thought I'd see that out here. I thought it would be in the swamps and all that, but it was a big gator out here in our water. The gator size approaches some of the largest alligators in length recorded in Florida since 1977. Uh, and interestingly enough, the record for the longest alligator in the state is a 14-foot, 3.5-inch male from Lake Washington in Brevard County found in 2010. Now, the Disturbing thing about the uh, you know the whole story is disturbing, but the the uh, the part that really was shocking when you saw it on that video was they pulled the alligator to the highway because this was just a little waterway on say the side of the uh, you know an interstate practically, right. 
and it still had the torso in its mouth. Um, I do want to shout out, uh, the awesome Bailey Hughes, who actually brought this story to my attention. That's Lori Johnson's daughter and another, yeah, yeah, another, uh, another listener of this right. show and lifer. And, uh, she, she, she was on this about 14 minutes after it was reported. I got a text. Wow. So, uh, shout out Bailey Hughes for that. But did they say absolutely insane? Yeah, um, Normally, gators get people and they take them and they stash them, or you know, they're. I'm sure he was on the way. Back to eat. <laughs> they, uh, so they they got him like right. Yeah, away. he actually the eyewitness said he was going into the water. It, it appears he attacked her on land. Right, like, it was trying to get her. Yeah, to she wasn't swimming house. in that waterway. Basically, they have stash houses. Yeah, yeah but uh, I mean, interesting. They, I didn't they, know they, that. Yeah, they, the the they, victim, the victim was a homeless woman. Was it? was it? Yeah, the victim was wow. a homeless woman. So, so he I, just caught her walking down the road. Yeah, I think she might have been, you know. Maybe cleaning herself uh, off at the uh, edge of the water or something. Oh, no, no. Could have been hit by a speeding golf cart. <laughs> but now it's a souped up golf cart. Possible. We'll probably get hey, some all the stories we ring camera there, film of a speeding need, golf cart. They but. need to give us a free vacation there. We, we've yeah. put them on the map. Who? Pinellas County. Oh, yeah. no doubt we, about we, it. We've done that. But that, uh, so back to the Gator thing, when they. They do the initial attack and the kill, then they take it and they stash it, and they come back and eat off of it. Mm. But it's, it's always underwater, like in log jams and shit like that. It's crazy, right? Insane. So, all right. Next, a 39-year-old employee has been charged with strangling and killing a 23-year-old man who attempted to, Mike's favorite topic, shoplift. Items from the store where he worked. Mm. According to Kansas City Police, on September 19th, officers were called to the O'Reilly Auto Parts regarding the disturbance. The caller notified dispatch that two men were shoplifting inside. Store employees and the shoplifting suspects got into a physical fight outside, which resulted in one man's death. When police arrived at the location, they reportedly found an unresponsive male outside and began CPR. However, he was declared deceased at the scene. Police also located a second individual with minor injuries, and he was taken to a hospital in stable condition. Police arrested Carl Companion on a charge of second-degree murder. The priest said Companion is accused of unlawfully but intentionally killing Steen and did so recklessly while demonstrating extreme indifference to the victim's life. The autopsy determined Steen's cause of death was strangulation, y'all, and the manner of death Oof. was, of course, homicide. The priest said the deceased airway was completely stopped, and that ultimately caused his death. That, um, that will do it. According to the pre companion, uh, could face additional charges, as could other O'Reilly employees. Being convicted, he faces 109 months to 490 months, three months in prison which equates to approximately nine to 41 years and his ass is locked up. Uh, uh, so disturbing situation. Look, Shane McBride, SME electrical San Francisco this week, his son running a crew. Dude came up, busted the, uh, the, the, um, when on his, his truck and, uh, had a knife, right. And, and took, took the backpack and said, Give me your wallet. He's like, I'm not giving you my effing wallet. And they did a run around the car type thing. And I talked to him the next day. I said, dude, next time, give him your wallet. It's not worth getting killed. You don't know who you're dealing with. Well, and in this situation, this situation it was the it was other a, way around. It was the employees, but they yeah. if they hadn't engaged them. That's right. Uh, but 
then they would have got away with shit. It's a catch twenty two, but now they're going to prison. Yeah, yeah, and the issue. Look, from someone that's trained in jujitsu, let me tell you, you can put someone out in about three yeah, seconds yeah. with a with a choke. That's one thing. Um, I like he might touch him in the neck. It sounds to me like he choked that guy and just yeah. choked him to Ch- death. Choked him out. Probably had him in yeah. some sort of rear naked choke, but. Uh, Definitely not a situation uh, that you thought about when you were going yeah. to O'Reilly Auto Parts that morning, oh and now you're probably going to spend the rest of your life in jail. I I think I may have died by being choked to death in another lifetime or something because that shit just freaks me out. Well, Mike told me that one time he would let me apply a choke on him, and he's <laughs> never been choked sleeper. out. So. <laughs> You gonna put it to sleep <laughs> on air? <laughs> why don't you? Why don't we just kill two birds with one stone? After you're done nailing me with all the eggs, why don't you put me in the, in that hold and that let's get be, plenty of great. photos for great. what I look like at the end the, of that? The, the, How long egg. does it take to put Mike completely right. out <laughs> with the eggs? Hey, back to the Gator story. They actually let you put that on TikTok with a body. Yeah. I didn't say it was that. Yeah, uh, okay. Bayou Brandy told me that, but uh, I, I said actually I used the term "unalive." Yeah, and there was a bunch of comments saying "unalive." Why don't you call it dead? Why don't you? And I'm right. like, ask Bayou Brandy. Right, right. Unalive. <laughs> Algorithm issues. I, I knew Schmurder, but a dead'll dead'll get you. Yeah, uh, if you write uh, dead, like, they'll uh, take uh, it. Down. Rape is great, uh, and, and and all. But 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 the, the day I ran and pulled that guy, the. Um, I don't still know if he's alive or not. And the other guy was dead out of the car. And I had my camera on. I was running, but I didn't because I was filming from the truck. And I took off to go help. Like the TikTok, um, I posted it. I'm glad they did it now because the guy was moaning and shit when I was pulling out of the car. But TikTok wouldn't even upload it. Uh, I guess because of fire. Yeah. I mean, I, I assume that the TikTok get, police got a dead body on the camera that they're not going to let you post it. I don't know. Uh, I know I put an LSU catch on there and it got two hundred thousand downloads really? in like one day. <laughs> yeah, Did you always say that. he unalive the football? <laughs> no, I just, I just a great play. <laughs> I'm like, this is fantastic. I'm gonna need to check and see if this next story made it onto TikTok because I'm yeah, not sure. I bet it did. TikTok's got oh. Uh, I don't know how they could have pulled this one off, but um I don't know. I think I'd rather go. Any of the ways that people have died so far in this episode than the way that we're going to talk about here. Um, Anybody uh, ever go to uh, a running with the Bulls event? No, but it's on my my list. It's always been on my list. I think you should remove it from your list. Okay. Um, I actually have buddies that did it every year. And, uh, and, uh, I mean, every year. They got out of there alive. Yeah. They had a couple little scares, not, but nothing yeah. that, you know, the, severe the bull, scares. The bulls can run faster than you can, especially on the on the on the bricks. Yeah, and and the bulls are not happy, and so we are uh, going to Valencia, Spain, where a man was gored to death by a bull at a festival. He's the father of two, and he was a high-ranking executive for a ceramic wall and floor tile company known as Pamesa. Jose Antonio Subias, 61, died at a hospital in Valencia on Saturday night after suffering gore injuries, which affected his liver and lungs. Mm. So he took it right in the liver and the lungs. That's the bull uh, you get the horn. He was yeah. the CEO of uh the ceramics company in South America. 
Mr. Sabi's 63-year-old friend, Vicente uh, Fontestad, who is president of Citrus Fruit, was injured as well in the attack by the same bull. He survived, but he's in the hospital uh, and has undergone several leg surgeries. He apparently was gored in the legs. Footage of the drama showed the two men being lifted up in the air by the bull, the bull's name Cochinero, which in English translates as cook, after it was set loose on the streets in La Pobla, which is uh, just outside of Valencia, as I said. The dead man uh, was born in that town and had helped organize the event where the incident happened on Saturday. Uh, He and his friend were trying to reach uh, through a gap in a security railing to get away from the bull, and they just couldn't get over it. Uh, He went into cardiac arrest after he was admitted to the hospital, and so it wasn't necessarily just the gorings, but but the— the cardiac arrest as well. Reactions to his death also included comments from all kinds of people, animal lovers, including one who said, if you don't know how to fight bulls, why did you do this? Earlier this month, a horrifying footage uh, came to light showing a distressed bull with its horns on fire, which is apparently part of these festivals, Mm. is they set a bull's horns on fire and it is dragged down a street. That bull, known as Toro Embalado, or Bull with Balls, is a site that can be witnessed in many Spanish towns during these running of the bulls events. It sparked calls from nonprofits like uh, uh, PETA and others uh, demanding that this practice be outlawed, and there's tons of outrage on social media about it. Last month, a matador was gored and this was this video is out there and it's unbelievable. This guy Alejandro Conquero was reported to be in serious condition. I don't know how he survived this, uh, but he was uh, he was airlifted to a hospital after uh, on-site doctors diagnosed a goring in the posterior perianal region, which dissects the rectum through the coccyx bone and could affect the external sphincter of the anus. This bull got him. Find your coccyx bone, slide down a little bit. He just put a second hole in the guy's ass. So Um, it's a lot worse than the hemorrhoid. uh, You think it's time maybe for Spain, Mexico, some of these countries to reconsider these things? It is. There's been too long of a long standing tradition. And I, I mean, I'm, Getting a little long in the tooth to go run with the bulls anymore, but it was always on my to-do list. But it's just like the bullfights, and people don't realize um, the matador actually kills the bull. That's, sure. that's part of it. And they have stadiums dedicated to this in Mexico and in Spain and in different places. I don't think they're, they're ever going to get them stopped. But I, you, you can't call that a bull attack. That's called you fucked with the bull, you got the horn. You, you chose to run with the bull. Bulls, bulls are going to do bulls, what bulls, bulls do. do. That's what I was like. No, exactly. But right. I mean, you're talking, this is happening 25, 32. Imagine if 25 people in the NFL were dying each yeah, year but, from but, it. But, but that would be, be like, say, in the NFL, players are going out there and playing with no helmets, right? That would be the equivalent of that. These people are choosing to do this. They're adults. Yeah, nobody's forcing them. To do this. Well, the NFL diamond. guys are choosing to play. I mean, yeah, it's, but, it's, but they also have to choose to have helmets, and the NFL regulates it. They, this is not a a 
team sport you know, is it's sanctioned or whatever. Well, they don't they don't have gladiators fight lions anymore in, in, in Italy and other yeah. places. It's it's a barbaric. No, I'm not. It's I'm not saying it's not barbaric. Uh, I'm not. I mean, well, that's being gored between the coccyx but he, bone and you, the, but you chose to get out on that street and run. Yeah. You, hey, the, you made the decision. You know, there's a high probability when these bulls are coming and you can't outrun them, you're going to get hit. Somebody's going to get hit. That's why everybody goes to watch it. Look, my biggest takeaway from that story is I learned what Toro Velato meant or De Velato or however you said it. And bull, bull with balls, bull baby. Balls. That's right. That's the Toro and that Embolato. Embolato. Shoulder blades. I learned that on the stone. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Hey, y'all, my wife's biggest struggle this past year was fighting the symptoms associated with menopause, hot flashes, mild mood swings, and sleeplessness. She had them all until she tried Hormone Harmony. She was amazed at how much Hormone Harmony reduced her symptoms and supported her mood and her general well-being. Hormone Harmony is not just a supplement for women going through perimenopause, menopause, or postmenopause. It's become a phenomenon. Women cannot stop talking about it on social media. A bottle of Hormone Harmony is sold every 24 seconds. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. So hormone harmony isn't just for menopause. Any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take it. But it's perfect for those horrible menopause symptoms that put a woman's life on hold. Hot flashes and night sweats, racing thoughts and low moods, Poor sleep and feeling tired all the time. Occasional bloating and gas. No desire to be in bed next to someone, if you know what I mean. Yeah, Hormone Harmony can help with all of these things. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code RLRC at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code RLRC for 15% off today. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Ah, uh, look. Ouch. All right. You can now take off that bell and move freely around the cabin. It is a mile high crime time. And sometimes we come across these stories and I pull them up. And I'm like the you know the happiest guy in the world because I just came across a fire I story. And when I saw this airline story that occurred, I believe it was Friday, um, I almost fell out of my chair. It's so good. Uh, airport authorities took a man into custody for a mental evaluation after a video of his nude stroll circulated on social media at the Dallas-Fort Worth Airport Terminal. Now, 
This man was detained Monday night, Monday night, after walking naked through that international airport. Airport authorities received reports of a man walking nude through Terminal C around 10.15 p.m. After making contact with the naked man, police took him into custody for, you guessed it, a mental evaluation. Imagine that. Might be something wrong there. Now, video of the man's nude stroll made its rounds on social media of him walking past TGI Fridays. There's a naked guy at the airport, a nearby passenger can be heard saying on the video. After apparently hearing the passenger, the naked man turned, pointed at him before laughing, and continued to walk. Yes, there is my man, another man said, as <laughs> passersby stared it's at the naked annoying. man. <laughs> Authorities have not released his identity uh, and additional details of the circumstances leading up to his bizarre behavior are currently unknown. The incident is just the latest in strange incidents to occur at the Texas airports this year. In July, a, de- a distressed woman was removed from a plane at DFW after claiming a man on her flight wasn't real. I don't know if y'all have seen that video, yeah, I, I but think, it's pretty bizarre. I think we and we, we definitely covered this one. In June, a man at Houston Bush Intercontinental Airport was arrested after he was found hiding inside the plane's landing gear. Authorities later said the man had attempted to stow away on planes on multiple occasions. And, of course, we did feature that. Uh, When you go see this video, it's going to blow your mind. So, of course, like we always do, we're going to share this video on our social media. But this guy's just walking like he's walking through the mall. Completely clothed, baby. Yeah, I mean, that's it. Free. Let me be free. Let me be me. Where were his clothes? Wonder what that's a good question. Decided to take them off. Probably it must have been in the car. <laughs> Just crazy, but uh, you know nothing surprises us on Mile High. Yeah, sounds like a kinky crime Ooh, to me. Yeah, it's kinky crime time for Wednesday, and I know this by you, Brandy didn't do any kinky crime. No, she and did. I don't blame her. Now, uh, but y'all check this one out. This is a good one. <laughs> a 40-year-old Detroit man uh, coming out of the landing strip, strip club. No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> a 40-year-old Detroit man was arraigned Friday on an indecent exposure exposure charges after police said he was found lying across the front seat of a car dressed in a silk mask, bondage gear, mm. and partially clothed in women's lingerie. Oh, okay. Raul Mitra was arrested by Sheriff's deputy Monday following a report of a suspicious vehicle in the back parking, uh, back of a parking lot with the driver's side door open. Mitra, who authorities said was partly exposed with a ball gag in his mouth <laughs> and wearing a dog collar. Oh, also was in possession of paraphernalia for sexual gratification, right? Yeah, right. Where's the gimp? Yeah, he was the gimp. He, sure. he was arrested without incident and taken to Oakland County Jail, uh, and he was released on $2,000 personal bond. The, the, That's it? $2,000? Yeah, right. <laughs> for that? I mean, somebody must have left him that Wonder way, what right? happened earlier, yeah. I was going to say somebody somebody gimped him out and uh, gagged him and ball gagged him and they called him. Could you imagine? <laughs> explain, that oh. one to, explain that one to your wife. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's no kids? getting out of that one. And all over the internet. Kinky certainly kinky. For Wednesday. 
banjo. You know, someone corrected us on um, on Facebook and said that's not banjos, it's fiddles. Is it really? It's both. It's got to be both, yeah. I, I would think so, too. Yeah, mm. no, it's both. You hear both. We yeah. we give the fiddle fiddler credit. We give the fiddler Sawing on fiddling and making it high. Devil down in Georgia. Well, you know, we always make fun of the dumb criminal. Yes, we do. And I thought, you know and what? There's right a lot the of there's a lot of lawyers that are dumb too. Oh, I agree with that too. And so, you know, maybe it'd be fun to take a look at some dumb lawyers. And so the real life real crime daily I team scoured court records to find some of the dumbest exchanges between lawyers and witnesses. Right. So this is while they are questioning witnesses. So I've got, I'll take a few of them for you. The first one, lawyer says, how was your first marriage terminated? Witness, by death. Lawyer, <laughs> and by whose death was it terminated? Witness, take a guess. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Second one, lawyer, this myasthenia gravis, does it affect your memory at all? Witness, yes. Lawyer, and in what ways does it affect your memory? Witness, I forgot. Dumbass. <laughs> Number three, lawyer. Doctor, how many of your aut- autopsies have you performed on dead people? Doctor, how many of your autopsies have you performed on dead people? Witness, all of them. <laughs> The live ones put up too much of a fight. <laughs> that was great. Awesome comeback. Number four, another doctor on the stand. Doctor, before you performed the autopsy, did you check for a pulse? <laughs> Witness, no. Did you check for blood pre- pressure? Witness, no. Did you check for breathing? Witness, no. So then, is it possible that the patient was alive when you began the autopsy? <laughs> Witness, no. How can you be sure, doctor? Witness, because his brain was sitting on a, in a jar on my desk. <laughs> Lawyer, I see, but could the patient have still been alive nevertheless? <laughs> Witness, yes, it is possible that he could have been alive and practicing law. Oh, <laughs> dang, that was Five, quick. just a couple yeah, more. Man. These are short. Uh, Lawyer, now, sir, I'm sure you are an intelligent and honest man. Witness, thank you. If I weren't under oath, I'd return the compliment. Take a second on that one. Number six, lawyer, what was the first thing your husband said to you that morning? Witness, he said, where am I, Kathy? Lawyer, and why did that upset you? Witness, my name is Susan. (laughs) (laughs) Lawyer, so the date of conception of the baby was August 8th? Witness, yes. And what were you doing at that time? Witness, getting laid. (laughs) And the final one, <laughs> lawyer, are you sexually active? Witness, no, I just lie there. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. good Dumb lawyers. Never be honest. Yeah, I definitely hear banjo. We're going to do a WTF segment. What the? That's what? right. Because when I came across this one, that was my first thought. WTF. An Indiana woman has admitted to mistakenly stabbing her baby niece instead of dog that ate her sandwich. 
Yep, that's what I said. An Indianapolis woman is accused of stabbing a baby inside a hotel while attempting to stab a dog for eating her chicken sandwich. The Indianapolis Metropolitan Police Department responded to a report of a stabbing at a day's end. Police said they found a one-year-old girl stabbed in the neck. A short time later, police found the suspect hiding near a bush outside the hotel. Police arrested the girl's 32-year-old aunt, Sharon Key, on allegations of criminal recklessness. The suspect tearfully said the stabbing was an accident. Police said Key told them the family went to Burger King to pick up food and return to the hotel. Key claimed her pit bull ate her chicken sandwich, so she got angry and chased the dog around the room with a knife. When the dog jumped on the bed where the child was lying down, Key said she tried to stab the dog but missed and stabbed her niece by mistake. After the stabbing, the child's mother, who was also in the hotel room, called 911. It's stupid, and at the same time, she's grown up, said Tracy Griffin, the baby's uh, grandfather. She should have known that baby was sitting right there. I want the book thrown at her. Uh, Jail records show Key has been in and out of jail more than 20 times over the last decade and pled guilty to stabbing a woman with a box cutter during a fight at a gas station in 2020. She was released from present in march for that crime that's crazy hey um insane miss jerry just got her a new dog because that dog's gonna be homeless probably yeah yeah you try to stab your own dog and and you stab a one-year-old yeah well it's a pit bull that could have gone uh bad for her too that is truly a what the yeah, yep. definitely I, a WTF. I've heard a lot of shit, but I had never heard one like that. Yep. She's playing Zora. Over a chicken sandwich. Oh, yeah, I was going to ask him again about oh. where it came from, but you ruined it later on when you said Burger King. You didn't ruin Burger it, but you gave me the information. Yeah. Well, well what the fuck? Any final thoughts? Well, um, I, I was going to say that if you want to put, <clears throat> what do you call it, sleeper hold? What's it called? Uh, rear naked choke. Okay. I'm not going to re-neck and choke you. Well, I'm just saying we're going to have to get the tally up a little bit if people want to oh, see yeah. me choked out. And I need out. a medical professional to yeah. be there to revive me. But I'm willing to I'm willing to have that happen and, and, if we can raise enough money. And but. that's rrescue.org that we're raising the money for y'all. And you can find it on our social media. And thank you, everybody that's donated. Um, thank you for taking up that cause like we have. And we will get uh, – I don't know. Uh, maybe on Friday show we'll have a date figured out for. Did you ever do that thing when you were a kid when you huff, 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 and they squeeze you from the back and it makes you pass out? It was always when you had like acid dreams. Pass out. <laughs> but are you going to pass out that. for a minute or two? I, I, that's a real deal. That was out of the clear blue. <laughs> I, I don't know why I came up. All you right. were thinking about the joking problem? Oh, that's what it was. The choking, yeah. All right. Love y'all. All right. Until next time, I'm Jim Chapman. I'm Woody Overton. I'm Mike Agavino. For Real Life, Real Crime Daily, peace. Karen Ordolano. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.